Welcome to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5, where you live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This show is about you, your life, your impact, and your legacy. Now your hosts, John and Rena. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. I'm Rena, and today we have a really great topic for you. It's about the journey. We're encouraging you to really make a difference in the lives of other people, and that is most certainly a journey, and often an unfolding and a process, and we take some steps, and then we're able to see the next steps from there, and then a few more steps, and then we can see a little more ahead of us. And I have a special guest with us today who's really going to share with us her journey and about the difference that she's making in the lives of other people. So you're in for a real treat today. I can really relate to the idea of making a difference being a journey and not a one-time event. My husband, John, and I started Steam Engine Financial Coaching back in like 2009. And we did that for a good three years, working really hard at building that business and blessing people. Uh, When we finally realized with the help of a business coach that what we really wanted to do was help people do well with their money so that they could make a difference in people's lives. And at that point, we really changed our focus to helping people get clear on the difference they want to make and empowering them to do that. And we never would have arrived at the work that we're doing here on the Impact Hour and on our business, Simply Great Lives, if we hadn't gone through that process. So very much a journey. And I'm very pleased to introduce to you our special guest today, Tanya Tyus Parker. Welcome, Tanya. Good morning, Raina. I'm delighted to have you on the show today. Oh, it's my pleasure. That's great. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm a solopreneur, which means I help people discover what their true soul's purpose is in life. That's beautiful. As they transition through all forms of decades and things that happen to us as we get older Mm -hmm. um we tend to want to change up and do some things that make us feel good and that have great impact on others Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and when you say solopreneur then is that primarily a focus on entrepreneurship it's an it's an entrepreneurship but it is done at a deeper soul-driven level Um, Oftentimes people forget to honor those gifts and the things that their soul knew that they wanted to be from the time they were younger. So what we do is get you back in touch with that that original drive that you were born with, your original purpose, and and help you bring it to fruition at, at whatever age level you're at. That's beautiful. So it's really a reconnecting with something that was already there. Was it was it buried over Absolutely. time? Absolutely. I think what happens is, and this is kind of my philosophy, is at five or six years old, we knew what we wanted to be. Wow. At five or six years old, I was teaching, playing school. I was the teacher, hitting people with rulers. You know, all of the things that <laughs> were all the, as all of the all of the things that were important in school back then. <laughs> but um, I somehow, in my own journey, lost that. Mm-hmm. In elementary school, it was all oh, don't color you don't you can't color well if you don't color in the lines. Mm-hmm. That took away a little bit more of that 
need to be perfect. Um, then in middle school, it was, well, you don't dress like everybody else. Your body's not shaped like everybody else's. So that took away a little bit more of what I was originally, the, the, my original strengths were. Mm-hmm. And by the time I got to high school, well, you're not good at math. You're not good at science. You're not good at, you can't do this. You can't do that. No, you'll never make it at, at college. You need to move this. And by the time I was 20 and out of school, what I wanted to be had been totally stripped away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I started to try to fit in to what the world said, society says, this is what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Coming from this area, in this social economic background, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Very limiting. Very, extremely limiting. And it has taken, I'm going to date myself here, it has taken 35 years, mm-hmm. almost 45 years, oh, <laughs> to, <laughs> to bring it it's back okay. to, to bring myself back to honoring that original six-year-old child who knew what she wanted to do, was good at it, and this is a thread that has gone through whatever job I had. I still always trained. I still always developed people. I still always encouraged people to be and go beyond what they thought they could. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was always there, but somehow it took a light bulb moment of sitting down and coming to some peace with myself and saying, hey, what do you want to do now? Mm-hmm. And I was able to just flood back to all of that and bring it forward and find that common thread through all my adult life. Now, I hear you saying a light bulb moment. Was was there what led up to that, and what was that like for you? <laughs> the light bulb moment was a a trip, a family vacation that just didn't start off the way it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. I wound up. I mean, from the time I got to the airport, got on the plane, the pilot said that we had to that they were having some technical difficulties. They'd be ready in a minute. Then there was an hour. Then it was, okay, we need to get off the plane. Mm-hmm. Um, short, Long story short, I spent the next 15, 16 hours on a trip that never left Sacramento. Hmm. It's kind of, and, it seems analogous to life in a way, but that might be a sidetrack. <laughs> you're right. It is. It is. And the journey was that I I decided to take a different approach to this weekend. Okay. I decided to set an intention that no matter what happened, it was going to be a good weekend. My sister and I had really worked on the family reunion we were going mm. to. We had planned it down to every Gerber daisy on the table. Mm-hmm. And whoever didn't like it, we couldn't please everybody. So I just set the intention that everybody's going to have a good time. I'm going to have a good time. I'm not going to kill any of these people. It's going to be nice. Even after waiting 16 hours in Sacramento. But the 16 hours in Sacramento was the blessing. The 16 hours I decided to not Facebook, not tweet, not Instagram, not Snapchat, turn off the phone, turned off the iPad, didn't watch TV, and just got quiet. I had a 16-hour in Sacramento conversation with myself. Okay. I was able to listen 
to the things that were going on around me. Have you ever heard the sounds in an airport? It's kind of a lot of muffly. <laughs> you don't really, well, I got so quiet that I could hear it all. Hmm. You hear what's going on with other people. That's fascinating. Yeah. And and the connection with other people is mm-hmm. what was missing. Mm. But more importantly, that weekend, the connection with myself happened. Mm-hmm. The connection with, uh, it was almost like an awakening to my spirit. So this weekend, just by setting that intention, this weekend was a blast. Oh, my God, we had such fun. Mm-hmm. And did I make a few flubbubs over the weekend? Yes, but it didn't. It didn't bother me. It just, and when I got back from Dallas that weekend, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew who my client was. I knew who I wanted to help. Mm-hmm. And by sharing my story of awakening that weekend, I've been able to start to help people in the same realm that I'd done in the before, but just with a, a better feeling soul about doing it, which meant I realized I have value to give. Mm. We're going to have to dive into that, knowing that you have <laughs> value to give. I want to explore a little bit the journey, because you had already been involved in work that was significantly changing people's lives, mm-hmm. and I, I think that'll be important for people to understand as a background and we love to highlight and showcase people who are making a really significant difference in people's lives, and you certainly fall into that. So why don't you let the listeners know about uh, some of the work you had been doing prior to your um, awakening experience? Well, for the past 20 years, again, that teacher still remained throughout what I did. Mm-hmm. I um, went to work for I left my corporate job and went to work for a local nonprofit helping people with disabilities find employment. Okay. Um, I worked and learned the system there. It was the most, it was the funnest job I'd ever had. I could not believe the, the enjoyment from the corporate office buffets (laughs) to the, (laughs) to, to working with people where I'm feeding and changing and, uh, just being an integral part of their everyday life mm-hmm. that that helped them feel empowered. So you were helping people with disabilities to uh, gain to, employment. To, well, in the beginning, it was to access community. Okay. And then I said that once I found that just folding boxes at a pizza place for them gave them more sense of pride, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said they can work. I want to help facilitate work putting people with disabilities to work mm-hmm. and that's what I did was it, it only because I, I have a history um, in the field of disability mm-hmm. type work was it people with developmental disabilities or it was all all kinds of every, disabilities. all kinds of disabilities and it, it becomes a challenge when you're working uh, in in the workforce and trying to find employers that and you have to have an innate understanding of each individual types of disabilities, their limitations, their abilities, and and how we carve a position with an employer for them. That's fascinating. I, I know that you've got um, experience creating jobs, mm-hmm. and I think that's a kind of a, an amazing skill to have. I, for me, it's a, a job developers on mm-hmm. up there with a grant writer or a general contractor absolutely. who can seem to mm-hmm. create something out of absolutely nothing. 
<laughs> so yeah, looking forward to hearing more about that. We're going to go into a break and we're going to hear more about Tanya's experience developing jobs, where that led her and where the journey is leading her now. So stay tuned. You're listening to the Impact Hour. What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. a difference and come alive. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. Today we're talking about the journey of making a significant difference in the lives of other people and I'm delighted to have with us a special guest who show us her own journey in this and this is Tanya Tyus Parker with Soulpreneur. And Tanya, you were just telling us about your your history because I think it's so important for people to understand that you know it's not like bam all of a sudden we're making a, a huge difference. No, uh, it's never that. <laughs> no, no, and and there's so much learning and so much in the in the process and in the experience and then the growth because I'm I'm certain you're not the same person today that you were you know 20 30 years ago. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah, so go ahead and tell us some more about the work you were doing in job developing and, and where that took you. And so I was doing that for a local nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And where it took me is to become an independent contractor on a larger scale for uh, the major state agency, finding jobs for clients with disabilities at all levels. Mm-hmm. Um so I worked the Northern California region helping women, men, children, veterans find employment. So my employer, my employer pool grew vastly because mm-hmm. I had to go out and actually advocate for my clients and show a business how they could benefit, not only feel good, but benefit by providing a job for this person. Mm-hmm. And that I ensuring the employer that I would be there to assist at anything that the, that they needed if they needed to new, retrain the person if they needed me to be there to walk them through X Y Z I was there to do that, um, but the the best part of that relationship was seeing that a person that never thought that they would work have a job, mm-hmm. seeing how hard they worked with talents that and abilities that a lot of us take for granted, Mm -hmm. how hard it was to get on that bus in the morning with the wheelchair in the rain to go to work and be on time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, where the rest of us are like, oh God, six o'clock, I can't do that, can't be there at six o'clock. This person's up on the bus at six o'clock. 
how did you get to work with people to help them believe that they could do that because I'm, I'm reckoning if somebody is not employed doesn't see themselves as employable or able to bring that kind of value how do you get them into an employment situation it is not a quick process yeah. but through a lot of encouragement we may go out and observe a job mm-hmm for a couple of weeks to see is this what you really want to do and this is what it entails wow that is so practical Mm -hmm. i love it absolutely i love the practical nature of all the the support you're providing and for employers Mm -hmm. to know that they're not having to figure it out on their own it seems like you took the burden off of them to 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 alleviate absolutely absolutely and and through that process becomes uh you gain a much more encouraged encouraged client yes Um, So the client, the next step would be to put them in the job for two weeks. And this would be at no cost to the employer. The state agency would pay the employee. And it was a trial work experience. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, if the employer was happy with the situation, and by that time all kind of barriers had broken down, Mm -hmm. the employer was excited, the the employee was like, I can do this. Oh, that that warms my heart. I love that. Yeah, so that was just the the end all to end all. And it's, you know, it happened a lot more than not. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even after they'd been on the job for six months to a year, you know, if they needed that encouragement, I was still there. Mm-hmm. If the employer needed something, I was still there. Wow. You know, so. That seems really exceptional to me to have that kind of level of support. Usually it's most things in our society are, you know, bam, and it's done and we move on to the next thing. So no. I think that's exceptional to be able to provide support over time. And I could see how for the client that would be really necessary for a deep kind of level of change, right? Because if we just change their circumstance by slamming them into a job, they haven't changed their mindsets or their beliefs about themselves or their abilities. So that, that working with somebody long-term gives the opportunity for deeper change. Absolutely. And, and it builds a trust and a connection that they can depend on. Mm-hmm. You know, and when they're ready to step out on their own and they don't need you as much, they, you know, you you just you by the time by that time you've got four or five more other people who are in, ready to start over. Mm-hmm. And every challenge, every person has a different challenge, mm-hmm. or should mm-hmm. I say, different opportunities that there are going to be before them. Sure. Nice reframe. Good catch. (laughs) (laughs) I reckon as a life coach, you do a lot of that with your clients. Absolutely. Reframing. That's delightful. So where did you go from there? Well, the last 10 years I spent, again, still helping clients with uh, discover their abilities to uh, working with women who were experiencing homelessness. Okay, nice terminology, by the way. Somebody experiencing homeless as opposed to a homeless person, which is an identity. I think I think that is just such a miscarriage of justice when mm-hmm. it comes to this. Uh, f- and when you find that you serve women who experience homelessness, you're serving a family that is experiencing homelessness. So there's usually children Absolutely. as well. Interesting. And so getting same same challenges, low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was thinking about that since you and I have been in conversation. I can't 
imagine because I can't relate but it must be a huge hit to a person's self-esteem and their image of their self to no longer have a home it's it's unbelievable about how we tie ourselves to certain basic needs and when and a home is a basic need yes and when we when that's taken away the trouble it causes with our psyche the issues that we didn't have now we do have it creates issues. Uh, it creates issues sure. in and of itself not to mention you're worrying about your children where are we going to sleep where's the next meal going to come from mm-hmm. do i want to ask for help Gosh. i don't want my family to know that i'm going through this wow. because then i will get put down for all of the bad decisions that i made mm-hmm. you know when clearly they're suffering the consequences but that does never mean that they don't need a hand up right yeah, and opening themselves up for help makes them vulnerable. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And when you look at a lot of the women that I was initially helping in the first five years, homelessness was something that came of bad choices. Okay. However, when the housing bubble popped, there was a different woman experiencing homelessness okay this was a woman who had had the house in granite bay whose husband had left she'd lost her job the house went into foreclosure and she knew not what to do which is so many of us that could easily absolutely any of us right Mm -hmm. yeah that's so you're saying that the face of of that group of people really changed it did so you had a different population different types of folks that you started working with women with skills abound but knew Mm -hmm. not how I mean it's hard to go to work or go to an interview when you can't shower in the morning yeah basic things are needed things that we take for granted they're communicating with their families via cell phone so that they don't the family doesn't know that the home phone is disconnected Mm mm-hmm yeah and so those those women um, are you how are you able to help them were you because that was the work that you were doing how are you able to help them to rebuild their sense of of self so that they could go out and present at a job interview well working closely with social workers and helping them discover the resources that are in the community Mm -hmm. and getting that with the social workers getting that base of needs met Mm -hmm. Then we moved on through a training program, an employment training program Mm -hmm. that helped them develop skills and, again, give them the job experiences, bringing employers to them that would help them get back into the job market. And, again, putting my kind of uh, love and support around them and encouragement to get them into a job that last that has lasted years for many so you're still in touch with some of these folks. oh absolutely that's fun. absolutely it must be so powerful to have somebody come and intervene in their life who just really believes in them cares about them and it sounds like you provide such practical support hooking people up with social workers and resources and really making it possible but but you being the connection point i reckon mm-hmm. had a really big impact and and we still stay connected and so i'm i'm forever grateful for that mm-hmm. 
That's really beautiful. So it's been a journey going from doing job development for people with disabilities to um, working with people experiencing homelessness um, to get them a job. And I know there's more to that story. So we need to go into a break. And I want you to stay tuned because we're going to be hearing more from Tanya Tyus Parker on the journey and the phenomenal work that she's doing today to really make a difference in people's lives. So stay tuned. You're listening to the Impact Hour. Now back to the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. More fun than visiting the in-laws. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. Today we're talking about the journey, the amazing journey, to making a difference in the lives of other people. It's tremendously filled with satisfaction and meaning and significance. And today we have with us special guest, Tanya Tyus Parker from Soulpreneur, who is definitely making a real difference in the lives of other people. We've uh, been going over a little bit of her history and learning about what it was like working with people experiencing homelessness. And what would you like for people to know that they might not already know about that? I'd encourage them to not judge a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. That. Um, Interacting with those who have the least is not something we should feel guilty about because we deem ourselves to have more. Okay. So no judgment, no guilt. Right. No judgment, no guilt. Help where you know that you can and where you're comfortable. Okay. You know, help doesn't always have to come in a handout, but a hand up. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have to make these grand gestures Go to a homeless shelter and take some bus passes. Oh. Go to a homeless shelter and see who needs a ride to an interview that week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there are definite parameters around, I mean, there are no parameters around what you can do. Mm-hmm. And remember, it's not just about serving at the at the kitchen for Thanksgiving and for right. Christmas. There's so much more that, that we can do. Help someone put together a resume. Mm-hmm. So it probably depends on a person's skills and, and what they have to offer somebody and mm-hmm. also uh, what they're really passionate about, what Absolutely. would be a great fit for them. Mm-hmm. I have a, a friend in Hawaii, and they have a, a lot of folks who are experiencing homelessness mm-hmm. there. And her on her heart is to approach individuals and see what they want. Mm-hmm. So much more personalized and seeing people where they're at. And I love the idea like the bus pass, but is is that something that the person needs? So mm-hmm. I, I love the, the personal nature of it and, and really getting involved with a person's life. And if they're not comfortable approaching a person, then the agencies need these things. Okay. They they provide the services, but that uh, they provide child care services, a lot of them. So what do they need to take care of that child during the day? 
I reckon there's a lot of needs. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Everything from crayons to to magic markers to blankets. Mm-hmm. And diapers and food and all Thank kinds you. of all, stuff. All kinds of things that, that we take for granted. And we're, we're as parents and, and people have been blessed to have these things at our fingertips, you just have to remember someday it might not, what, ha- what happens when it's not at your fingertips? Mm-hmm. Now, what would this person need from me? How could I make an impact on a person who doesn't have these things at their fingertips? Mm-hmm. And I love the compassion of realizing that that, that could be me. Mm-hmm. And, and there's really no distinction because it's all people having the human experience. And even though I haven't experienced that yet, Maybe I can relate to them in such a way and certainly enough to care. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So you've transitioned again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was was it from, from that work that you were doing to your experience around your your light bulb, your your personal retreat in the airport? Absolutely. <laughs> I had taken uh, about two, three years off to handle some physical disabilities of my own or mm-hmm. physical challenges of my own. Mm-hmm. Um, and to feel stronger physically and to uh, get back to where I couldn't, I wouldn't be in a position to promise something that I couldn't deliver. Which is an excellent point. We need to take care of ourselves in order to really be a benefit to other people. So I can appreciate sometimes needing to pull back and, and pour into self-care to be in a position to really be a blessing to people. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. And that, that was a tough cookie to swallow, but I, I had to say, you know, I'm not doing anyone any good if I'm not at my best. So you needed to pull back from the work that you were doing yes. to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. That is a tough cookie to swallow. Mm-hmm. I, I can totally picture that. And after taking care of yourself, uh, that's what that's when you had your epiphany? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Um, after I realized that I could do all of the challenges of planning a family reunion and then just sitting there with that quiet time after a year of planning this. Wow, a whole year. Um, yeah, yeah. And being able to say, hey, I can really do this. I'm physically up for the challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm mentally up for the challenge now. Okay. Uh, through this process, I have learned to be kind to myself and giving to myself and understanding of my abilities. Now I'm ready to pass that on. I love that. It's absolutely foundational, um, valuing yourself, taking care of yourself, seeing your own value before you pour into the lives of other people. That's absolutely. beautiful. That's beautiful. So what did you do after your uh, family reunion? Well, I came back uh, a girl on fire. Okay, <laughs> great. I immediately hired a coach. Excellent choice. I've, I've availed myself of the services of coaches plenty. I, again, admitting that I needed help and needed to get unstuck and needed to, to have someone help me facilitate through this process, had done it for many people along the way, never thought, you know, hey, I could probably use some of that too. So it's a really different thing, it mm-hmm. sounds like, um, helping people get into jobs, prepare themselves, supporting them through that. And then when you're wanting to do that and create for your own self, it sounds like it was a different experience. It was, it was. 
but I found a great coach. Mm-hmm. I became part of a book compilation. Uh-huh. Realized that I had always wanted to be an author and that I had a ton of funny stories to share. Okay, <laughs> good. Tell us about that the, the book title and where people can get it. The book is called Stand Up and Be Heard. It's volume two. Okay. They can purchase that on my website at uh, supersoulpreneur.com. Supersoulpreneur.com. That's awesome. <laughs> and it's available there for you. Um, it's 15 encouraging women who are standing boldly in their power. Okay. Uh, and doing their thing. And, and you had to learn about that through experience, standing in your own power after having helped other people do that. So what was the journey like for you, really learning to stand up for your own self? It was hard. Oh, yeah, amen. I totally feel I'm you. A, I'm a giver. Uh-huh. You know, I'm a nurturer. Um, but in the three years I learned to nurture, that I took off, I learned to nurture myself. Mm-hmm. And that was not always easy. Mm-hmm. You know, you have spinal surgery, and oh. you, you have to learn to walk again, and you can't do this, and you've got a trio of people coming in the house to help, and... Do I let them Mm -hmm. help or do I not? And Mm -hmm. do I ask somebody to go get that glass of water for me or do I not? And, Mm -hmm. you know, it it became a a breaking down of walls and barriers and misconceptions that I had to be the person doing the giving. Okay. But I've learned through working with a coach that to become a gracious receiver. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because we can't do it alone. Oh, no, absolutely. No. No. If, if anybody out there has, an, uh, that you're listening and you're thinking that this is really something you should be able to accomplish on your own if you just set your mind to it and push through it, really everybody who accomplishes something great has support. So absolutely. Keep that in mind. Absolutely. Yeah. So we went, um, I did became part of the book compilation, which launched last October. Congratulations. And I, um, so, I started developing the business plan for the Soulpreneur Developmental Academy. Okay. And this is what you're doing now. Absolutely. This is exciting. Okay. So and what does Soulpreneur business, um, Development Academy offer? It offers classes and um, motivational seminars, one-on-one coaching, group coaching, um, mastermind meetings to help women decide what they want to do from right where they are. Okay. Um, It involves some getting silent and getting in touch with themselves Mm -hmm. and really being able to obtain the support to move on to that next goal. That's awesome. That's right. And I know that you're the person to provide that because you've done it. You've been there yourself. And you have so much experience around creating jobs and helping people determine what they want. It's, you're the person to be doing that. Love Thank that. Thank you. Yeah. So who's, who's a really great candidate for your Soulpreneur Development Academy? A woman in her 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. I've worked with some 80-year-olds recently who <laughs> Beautiful. have decided I, working at a job, this is not the job for me. This is not what I want to be doing the rest of my life. What can I do to nurture my spirit in the meantime while I go to work? Is there, is there something I could be doing in my off time? 
mm-hmm. to help move on to what I what really is so fulfilling for me. That's great that you really guide people through that exploration. Love that. In fact, maybe when we come back, we can talk a little bit about the distinctions between what you and I do, because there's a lot of similarities and some wonderful synergy, too. Mm -hmm. So we're heading into a break. You're listening to the Impact Hour. What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. Live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. Today we're talking about the amazing journey to making a significant difference in the lives of other people. We're joined by Tanya Tyus Parker of Soulpreneur. And Tanya, you wanted to tell us a little bit about, you were talking about people changing you know, careers and what do they want to do. And you also work with people looking at starting a business. What's that like? Well, you may have, uh, people may have, women have, may have be approaching retirement, may be already retired, and are still looking for extra income, a way to connect with people, or starting that business that they've always wanted to start. I've heard of a lot of people, it's like they have a, a goal, a dream to, to start a business, yet they're not moving on it. You can help with that? Yes, we help move, remove the barriers. We answer all of the questions. We give you ideas, tell you where to start. Um, in the operative word is start. Um, <laughs> like get going, get start. Going, start. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we give you the motivation to get going, starting. Good. Well, because support. there's some fear mm-hmm. around starting a business. Oh, that's so true. And people don't really talk about that when you're just getting like business training. Mm-hmm. It's just nuts and bolts. Absolutely. You're dealing with like the real person. And you don't have to be a rocket scientist to start a business. <laughs> You really don't. You can take those cookies that you have been baking for years and turn them into a livable wage for yourself. Beautiful. That's awesome. So you have an event coming up. Will you want to let the listeners know about that? Yes. This event is called You Are Your Gifts, and it's going to be next Saturday, March 11th mm-hmm. at... Um, it's, in it's going to be Sacramento in, in Sacramento, mm-hmm. right on Tribute Road, eighteen twenty Tribute Road here in Sacramento. And people need to sign up in advance for that. Yes, the sign up is on the uh, website at the super w- oh, dot mm-hmm. uh, During this event, you can expect to get in touch with what you, who you really are right now, because mm-hmm. it's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, discover what things you think you're good at and what other people say you're good at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're going to spend some time doing a little color therapy. 
Okay. And silencing your mind and working on how to bring forth ideas because that's when it happens. That's great. And we're going to have a couple of speakers. We're going to have a a lady there to talk about the beautiful in you. Mm -hmm. And we have another young lady there that's going to be there (laughs) named Raina. (laughs) I'm honored to be um, a speaker at your event. And you're going to talk about? I... I'm thinking about talking about redeeming your tough experience. It's, ah. a, it's a show I, I just did, and so many of us have something difficult that we can use to bless other people. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Those learned experiences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. So really great. I, one, The impression I get from your event is people are going to learn how they've already got it going on. Absolutely. And they're just not, not aware of that. So really claiming it and, mm-hmm. and making it their own. And I love the idea of getting silent because I know that was such a big part of your story. Absolutely. And that's that's where they're going to get back in touch with that six-year-old again who really knew what they wanted to do mm-hmm. and how they wanted to, to express that in And the I think world. the biggest challenge today is to find silence. Yeah, I, I agree. That, really that is, is very much a challenge. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So you're doing some real foundational work so that people can get going um, in the world. And um, John and I, we do some some kind of deep level work removing barriers. And we love to help people get crystal clear on how they want to make the lives of other people different. Mm-hmm. So really bringing that meaning and that significance into it. That's, that's kind of our specialty. And I see our specialty is once they've worked with you mm-hmm. and, and discovered and all of the barriers and the fears and all of those things that come into play mm-hmm. with moving on to the next best thing in their life, mm-hmm. we're there to say, okay, this is how we can help you do it. Awesome. And this is, these are the things that if you need a business plan, let's put that together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you need a new job, let's get you in front of some employers whose values match your values. Very practical. Exactly. And that's something we tend to take for granted and we don't know why it doesn't work, but there's a value difference. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you're working for a company whose values are not your values, you won't be happy there. No, definitely want it to be a good fit. Yeah. We work with, to help put those things in motion. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. So what is, um, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Oh, wow. There's several ways. Okay. <laughs> they can simply uh, go to my Facebook page at Coach Tanya Tyus. Okay. And they can click on the call button and call me. Okay. And I do answer my phone up until 10 or 11 o'clock at night. Nice. Very accessible. I, I'm very accessible um, because questions pop into our heads at any given time, and I like to be available to answer those questions. And if not, I will call you right back. That's nice. Um, nice. Always leaving me a, um, sending me an email at mm-hmm. Parker at gmail.com. Okay. And visiting the webpage at www.supersoulpreneur.com. And that's where people go to register for the event. It's this Saturday, March 11th here in Sacramento. Very reasonably priced, by the way. Right. And if you'd a special offer mm-hmm. for, your, uh, for your listeners today, 
if they go to the website to register, the event is $47. They, there's a code that they can put in that will give them $10 off. That is such a reasonable price. It's, it's, it's what a blessing to have a day of women pouring into you and and, and to each other. And to each other. It's, uh-huh. it's going to be a really great opportunity. So. And, and you're worth the investment, ladies. You're always worth the investment. And you'd be surprised at the dividends that you receive for making this initial investment. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like Christmas time because you also have a free offer for our listeners. Oh, yes. Yay! Absolutely. So much. Um, we have a free ebook for anyone who goes to the website. It's called, Are You a Soulpreneur? Okay. It tells you a little bit about what a soulpreneur is. And this gives you some actual, it's a workbook. It gives you some actual exercises that you can do that um, will help you decide, is soulpreneurship just for me? Okay. That's awesome. And you're going to love the answer to that. (laughs) (laughs) I think I can guess, but it looks like a good. You're going to love the answer to that good exploration awesome i love seeing your journey of really making an impact and more and more getting to the essence of what you want to express in the world and it's really been my desire to share your story with uh, my listeners so that they can see it's not a a one and done it's really a process and I know when you and I were talking a few weeks ago and you were sharing about the, the work you had done uh, with people experiencing homelessness and how you had gotten their job, them jobs and helped them rebuild their lives, it really brought tears to my eyes to see that level of change Mm-hmm. And to see that you've done that with people with disabilities, you're doing that with now with women who want to start a business, want to have a career that's a, a great expression of who they are in the world. So mm-hmm. I know you're making that kind of difference in people's lives, and it's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So tell me, what's your favorite part about what you're doing now? I'm still teaching. <laughs> I'm still teaching. I'm You're not using a ruler, though, are you? Oh, no, 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 no rulers. No, <laughs> no, no rulers, no whips, ago. no chains. <laughs> no Sister Mary Clarence. Um, <laughs> I, I truly enjoy the ability to impart wisdom and knowledge in a real, real, keep it real sense of, 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 communication okay 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 i'm i'm not going to use big words that you don't understand you're going to be able to understand everything that i say you're going to be comfortable in an environment that prompts you to ask questions that you wouldn't normally ask in a in a larger group setting okay yeah so what would you say if you could just say succinctly what are you really really passionate about I'm passionate about pouring into other people, mm. pouring into women, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pouring into women and their families. Because when we know when we grow women and we empower women, we empower their families. Yes, yes. It, it's it's like a twofer or even more. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you definitely yeah. get your best bang for your buck. And I reckon you must get a tremendous amount of satisfaction from that personally. I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I'm I'm honoring the the teacher in me, mm-hmm. and the 
empowerment coaching myself mm-hmm. by passing that on to other people and working with people to see them when I meet someone I see what they can be I love that and, I'm and, the same way you see people's potential uh-huh, you see I see what they can be mm-hmm. and I'm I'm the kind of person I say don't tell me your dreams if you don't want me to help you make them come true awesome so you see their potential and then you help them make to it see it true. and make it come true. Yeah. Awesome. So listeners can go to supersoulpreneur.com to get all those wonderful things. And show recordings of the Impact Hour are available at theimpacthour.com if you miss part of this show or any other show. And thank you so much for joining us, Tanya. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, you guys. Everybody have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening to the Impact Hour.